Hello, everyone. You're listening to the I Go with Ego podcast, bringing you guests with first-hand experience in studying abroad and seizing personalities excelling in the workforce. We want you to own your journey and be the best you can be. Now presenting your host, Ego Kelly Ekakite. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the I Go With Ego podcast. I'm super excited. I have a very special guest here, my very good friend, Lonnie Helm. Lonnie, how are you? Welcome to the show. Hi, so glad to be here. I'm doing good today. That's good to know. It's it's a beautiful day out today after the crazy snow. It's so good outside. Yeah, it's so nice to finally be able to go outside without six layers on. Right. And it was so bad last week. Well, thank God for a good, good weather today. Yeah. Anyways, welcome to the show. Uh, could you tell my audience something about you, something exciting, something you know people would love to know about you? Yeah, so um, like I said, my name is Lonnie. Um, I'm from Springfield, Missouri, which is a small town um, in the south part of Missouri. Um, and an exciting thing about me, oh geez. Um, I am a playwriting major um, and I am currently working on a new play. Very exciting, very excited about it. <laughs> You know, uh, of course, when you when you have something new, it's always exciting. So I look forward to it. It's Black History Month. It's one of the best months in the world. I, I tell people every day is Black History Day. I don't want to know what anyone thinks, but it's for me, it's every day, you know. What does Black History Month mean to you? Yeah, I mean, growing up, um, Springfield is a predominantly white town. Um, and like, we don't really, at least in like my experience in like elementary school, we didn't really ever talk about um, like famous black people outside of Black History Month. So it was kind of always a time to learn more about the important black people throughout history, which obviously there are a ton. Um, and then now it definitely is more of a time to, uh, especially in the current like political climate, really be uplifting black voices um, and black creators and black business owners and every, like just any type of person like that is kind of what's been my like focal point for the month. That's good to hear, you know. I schooled in Springfield too, your town. Uh, and that's where my community college was in. I spent almost three years in Springfield. It's a cool small town in, in Missouri here. So what does this celebration represent for not just you, but for Black Americans? I think it's a chance for Black Americans to really take the center stage. Um, I mean, once again, like I just historically, um, Black Americans have kind of been pushed to the side. Um, and so Black History Month really is a chance for us to be at the forefront. And I mean, we only get one month a year for that. And it's yeah. the shortest month of the year. <laughs> uh, so I think it is so, so important to really mm. be pushing it and to be, um, once again, especially in the political climate today, to be pushing for um, like social justice, Black Lives Matter, anything like that. Um, especially, it's important to do that all the time, but especially during this month. Yeah, you, you know, it's it's important to do that. When I came to America, I, I didn't know much about the, the Black Wall Street, you know, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I didn't know about Rosa Parks, the mother of the freedom movement. And so many Black people, they've done so much in history. You know, there should be people that would all to sing their praise for what they've done for us, you know, bringing us to this light and bringing us to, to such a time as this where we can, you know, walk the streets to some extent freely compared to where it was before. What challenges do Black American women face today? Yeah, um, I mean, I, so I'm a philosophy student, so I've studied um, Kimberly Crenshaw specifically. She came up with the theory of intersectionality and it kind of, I mean, I am very against like playing any type of oppression Olympics or anything like that. But historically, um, black women are one of the most marginalized groups being both black and women. Um, 
and black women have been at the backbone of our society mm. for such a long time it is so so important to recognize their contribution and um i mean even outside of people like rosa parks like there are so many wonderful black women throughout history and yet the only ones i ever really learned about in school were like rosa parks and harriet tubman and yeah. there are hundreds of thousands of black women who have done so much for society um and like black women are targeted in so many ways and are received so much hate and are um have such negative stereotypes about them that it's it makes it difficult just to live everyday life without constantly being guarded um and i think like the biggest thing that like we as a society can do to um like uplift and to support black women is just to listen to them like it's it's pretty simple you just have to listen to them and hear what they're saying and make changes based off of that mm-hmm I agree. I totally agree. And you know, people say now that the election of our first female vice president, you know, to call breaking the glass ceiling to a large extent that maybe Hillary Clinton couldn't break then when she ran for president. What does it mean for so many young women that Yeah, it is so exciting. I mean, I remember like when I was a little kid um and Obama was elected in 2008. I was 7 years old and I remember that. Uh so I can't imagine like being a little girl now and looking and being able to see that and realize like it really does make you realize that things are changing one which is so important that our like that children realize that and realize that they have the power to enact change um and then two it also just shows that you really can go do anything you want to um i mean it wasn't that long ago that women and especially black women weren't even allowed to like have jobs outside of the home or to own a home without being married um and that progress and being able to show that is so so important on um, women to see that especially being a young girl it can be really hard you don't necessarily always feel like you can do what you want you're kind of told that you can't um by society sometimes even by individuals i think just being able to have her as an example is absolutely amazing yeah that that gets was black women that made this happen black women it all was. across the country the voting and going out there and you know turning in votes and it's exciting even though i can't vote you know it's such a privilege to be able to see these wonderful women black women everyone just going out there to do the best and make the country move forward which we do need it is exciting so in your life on earth and the experiences you've had what has been the most difficult part for you being a black lady yeah so i definitely think the most difficult part for me has been um like figuring out what my black experience is. Um so I am biracial um and I have never really had a very good relationship with my dad who is the black side of my family. So it like I have spent a lot of time um since becoming an adult trying to get in touch with that side and to reconnect with my culture in that way. Um and then as a black woman like it's you walk a very thin line sometimes. True. Um because some people for me at least I I've been told I don't even know how many times like oh well you're not really black or you're the whitest black person I know. I used to get that all the time which is so awful. Um but then at the same time like you're also sometimes too black and it's like you're very much on the edge of being like okay to some people. Um and so figuring out how to navigate that in a way that doesn't make you just want to scream um is definitely <laughs> something that has been a bit of a challenge. Mm. Well, I think where we are now in the world things can only get better. 
since and that's why we have the movement the me too movement it's such a wonderful time where all of us boys and men we have to be very extremely careful we talk to women the way we way we respond to people not just women alone because everything you do and everything you say is under the microscope which is important which is which is the way it should be right from the time because there's for me there's no there's no um, dissimilarity between a man and a woman everyone is equal and we ought to have equal rights and you've heard from my friend Lonnie we'll be right back from the short break when we'll come back from the short break tell us more about the experience in Webster University and she'll tell us more about what her next step will be we'll be right back Welcome back from the short break. We still have my very good friend here, Lonnie Helm. I'm so grateful to have her here on the show on this wonderful month of the Black history. And she happens to tell us what Black history means to her. Now, you know, I had the pleasure of meeting you here at Webster University and I instantly knew you were a powerhouse. So when I saw you, I like, oh yeah, she's a powerhouse. Yeah, she's a powerhouse and, and a role model to so many people. How important is education for young people today? And do you want to share your experience in Webster University? Yeah, well, first of all, thank you. That's so sweet. Um, I think education is extremely important. Um, I mean, my mom is has always has been an educator. Um, she's an educator throughout my entire childhood. And so that was definitely something that was always um, very important to me and very important to my life. And I love learning. I have always loved it. I was a bit of a nerd in <laughs> high school. Um, but I think that like education can do so much. It can truly change your life. And the wonderful thing about it is that it is so available um, in America. Even higher education, not as much, but the, pol- I mean, I went to public school in the United States and like, yeah. I absolutely enjoyed it. Like, I think that is so wonderful that it is so um, like important to our, in our society. Um, and then for Webster, like I, um, so I originally came to Webster for playwriting solely. There's only about 12 universities in the country that offer playwriting as an undergraduate degree. I applied to, I think 10 of them. Um, and when I came to Webster, like, I got to talk to some of the faculty um, and I really understood that I was going to have, like, a very personal experience with them. And that was just really something that I really, really wanted. I think especially, I mean, really in any degree, but especially in one that is more creative, it is so beneficial um, to have someone who knows you as a person and who knows your work as yours and not just as a number or as a name. Um, I mean, I like, I'm currently in a class where, um, with a professional playwright from Dallas, Texas, and like, she reached out to me and was like, apps, send me your work. Like, I will read through it for you and look at it. And like, I think that's the case in most majors at Webster, that there are always people who are willing to go the extra mile for you. And I think that is so special and so hard to find. Yeah. I, I agree. And just so you all know, she happens to be my senior in the job, you know, so I, I look up to her and I'm still learning from her to get to the level she is in the job we do for Webster University. What causes are you passionate about? Yeah, so I'm definitely very passionate about human rights, um, as well as environmentalism. Yeah. Um, that is one of my great passions. I have like grew up going camping and going hiking. It's one of my favorite activities now. Um, and so I think that like, that is so, so important and so vital. And there are so many other things and human rights issues tied to environmentalism. It all ties back to that, um, like whether it's food security or um, environmental racism, anything like that. I'm also very passionate about mental health. Um, I've struggled with my mental health in the past and I know how debilitating that can be. It is not, once again, this ties all back to being a woman um, that like 
that constantly having to like be afraid and constantly having to be on your guard, I, I also understand that feeling. Um, and so I'm very passionate about helping um, women who have been in situations like that. Yeah, you know, and uh, like I tell all my female friends, if there's anything I can do at all times, call me 12, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Just call me. I'll do my best to be there. And it just boils down to everyone, you know, spreading love, you know, and respect and reminding people that we're all humans, you know, whether male or female, we're all humans. And we are on that one sky and we all have the same blood. So we have to love everybody and respect each other. Do you want to remind people out there how important their voices are i mean i've always thought your voice is the one thing that can't be taken away from you mm. um it is so so important to share your own personal story and your own views and even like and i mean this for everybody people i don't agree with i think it is so important free speech is so so important as long as it is not hate speech um True. but like your voice is who you are and it's your experience and it's how you can help others understand you more. And however you feel comfortable getting that out, whether it is through something like creative writing, like poetry um, or plays, or whether it's through prose or even just like speaking and talking to one another. I'm also very, very passionate about domestic violence. Um, I think that it is a huge problem um, throughout the world. And it is so, so important to learn the stories of others because that's how you grow as a person. That's how you, um, change yourself is by meeting other people um, and talking to them and forming those bonds and connections. And I mean, like you were saying, we all are connected, mm -hmm. uh, whether we want to be or not sometimes, right. we all are connected and it is so important to remember that. Mm. Well, thank you for that. That was, that was powerful. Thank you so much for that. For a young black kid finishing from high school and maybe a first generation student that wants to come to a university, why should they choose Webster? I mean, Webster, especially if you're living in the Midwest and you don't mm -hmm. necessarily have, it can be very expensive to move out of state um, or to move out of like into a different portion of the country. Um, Webster is a very accepting university um, and comparatively um, to other universities in St. Louis and Missouri is very diverse, which is very nice. Um, and they really have a lot of resources to help you um, if maybe you're uncomfortable being in white spaces. I know that's something I've really struggled with. Like our Multicultural International Student Association are wonderful. Um, they have so many different resources. We have a ton of Black organizations on campus that are really wonderful support groups. Um, like just thinking of one is um, the Association for African American Women. Like they are wonderful. They do so many, so such great work. Um, so I think that like it, if that's something you're nervous about and that's something you're afraid of, Webster is a wonderful place for that. Yeah, I agree. I agree because I'm, I'm, we're here and we're living the experience. So uh, absolutely. All right. So what's next for you? What's next for you? And what's your message to young people out there? Yeah. So I am currently um, studying to take the LSAT to go to law school Ooh, in yes. about a year. Yes. Very exciting. <laughs> very scary. Um, so I think, which is something I honestly never thought I would do. Um, I did not think that was going to be my path in life. Um, so I guess my biggest piece of advice would be to keep an open mind and to follow your passions and to recognize that like i mean i love playwriting i will always love theater um the arts have such a special place in my heart um but recognizing that just because you like something you can like other things that's okay True. and it's okay to like have that just be something you do and to have something else be your job 
um, that was something that took me a little while to realize. But keeping an open mind is so important when you're going through a college experience. Uh, absolutely. Well, I have no doubt in my mind that you'll be one of the best lawyers to go and keep moving in your career. I have no doubt that I hope that we will still be best friends then. So I, I, I wish you all the best in your future. I know you do great. I know you do great. Thank you. Before I let you go, do you have any shout outs to anybody, any friends, any family, anybody at all? Shout outs? Yeah, I do want to give a shout out to my mom. Um, awesome. She's made me who I am today, yes, as mom. well as my Aunt Sue and my grandmother and my Aunt Patty. Um, I was very lucky to grow up around such strong women, um, mm. and they really have helped mold me into the person I am today. Yeah, and, and just, just remember now, next month is it's Women's Month. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, shout out to all our moms out there, the ladies out there. Thank you all for all you do for us so much well Lonnie good for my friend Lonnie she's the best there is she's a wonderful person a very nice person very intelligent person someone I look up to at all times when I see her at work and everywhere thank you for joining me today I, I, I am very 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 grateful Lonnie thank you so much thank you all right well everybody you've heard from her please 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 be safe out there we still have COVID-19 out there wear your mask social distance when it's your time to take the vaccine please take the vaccine it's important and just be safe <music>